0: Mark chapter 11, and we were here last week, and it's it's quite remarkable sometimes when you when you're preaching, and as I said last week, we sometimes look at certain scriptures on different levels, levels of interpretation, levels of meaning. And last week, very much our emphasis on this passage was on the context of speaking to nations and kingdoms mountains being a metaphor in scripture for nations and kingdoms particularly uh, from back in the old testament prophets would speak jeremiah spoke to babylon uh, and said i'm against your mountain so powers in the earth national powers or empires or for example rome babylon Persia, different powers were often described in that context of kingdoms. And we saw how Jesus was saying a specific mountain which we interpreted as probably speaking about Herod's kingdom, which at that time was over Judea, and he was a usurper. He, wasn't, he was an Idumean, actually. The Herodian dynasty was Idumean. But there is that other level which is that personal individual level where we just talk about mountain moving faith of being able by faith to remove mountains and obstacles in our life. And I want to focus on that level today. I really feel the Holy Spirit is causing us to do it. Jesus answering said unto them have faith in God. Or have the faith of God. Or have the God-kind of faith. They were marvelling that his faith had caused a fig tree just speaking to it and cursing it and it withered. And Matthew's gospel says it happened instantly. And in Mark's gospel it was the following day but you can see clearly the process that immediately he spoke to it it began to wither up. And they pointed it out the following day. And what what anybody says is, you can function in this type of faith. And that's the thing that I really want to lay lay on your hearts today, brothers and sisters, is that very often we make the big mistake of looking at people who walk in great faith and thinking, I couldn't do that. Giants of the faith, like John Smith Smithwood, just great names, and we say, oh, they had great faith. But I I don't have that type of faith, some people will say. Well, Jesus says you only need a tiny grain, mustard seed, size of faith, and you can move trees and mountains, and things that stand in your way. You don't need great faith, you only need to plant faith as a seed. But you can have great faith if you'll take the time to develop faith Uh, And we'll see how we do that. So Jesus says, you can do this. That's what he's saying. Have faith in God. Have the faith of God. Have the God kind of faith. In other words, you can do what I do. Remember, Jesus marveled at people's level of faith. He marveled at his disciples' small amount of faith or lack of faith or weak faith. And then he marveled at other people who had great faith so when jesus was encountering and engaging with people he was always gauging their faith level because if you have faith nothing will be impossible to you with god all things are possible but all things are possible to him that believeth so faith is essential to be successful in life in first john chapter 5 In fact, let's just turn there. If you've got your Bible, if you don't, I'll just read it to you. We've looked at this before. These are all passages, I think, that we've looked at several times. But how many know that, you know, you don't go to school and learn stuff by just hearing it once? If all you ever had in maths class was your times tables, but you only, he only, your teacher, taught you just once and didn't give you. Uh, homework, or they didn't give you, you would never know what seven times nine was, would you? So you, you learned maths and other things by repetition. And that's why it's so important that we read and meditate and study God's Word. First John chapter 5 says this: Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Are you born of God? Because if you are, you're a world overcomer. You're not a world overcomer by your exploits. You're a world overcomer because you're born of God. So the minute that you became born again as a Christian, world overcoming faith was planted in you. It was hardwired into you. I've used this illustration a lot in the past. You know, sometimes if you, if you bought a computer, I do most of my online and everything now for my phone, it's got that much in it. So I don't really use my laptop much. But have you ever bought a computer and there was something that you wanted to do on it and you thought, oh, I need to go and get the software or I need to go and get something. But then you find out it's, it's already in your computer and you just didn't know. It's already hardwired in. It's already in the program. And we're like that as Christians. We sometimes think, oh, we need to get the victory here. We need to get the victory. How, how can we overcome this? How can we overcome this problem? Father, and we ask people to pray, oh, could you pray? Because I've got this problem and I need prayer. No, you need to learn that you've already been given everything you need to overcome the day you're born again, the second you get born again. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Simple as that. Um, In other words, you already have it. It's already yours. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. The thing that overcomes the world in you today is your faith. And you say, well, I don't feel that I can overcome the world. I don't feel I can overcome this problem. Well, feelings don't come at you. First of all, it's nothing to do with feelings. It's to do with faith. And you already have that faith because you got born again with it. And faith is God's gift that he puts inside you. And all you have to do is feed it. And then you'll feel it. Does that make sense? When you feed your faith, you become strong and you you have that perception of faith. So that when something comes up in your life, an obstacle, a problem, uh, you then can speak to that thing and see either a mountain removed or see a blessing manifest. See, Jesus said that if you speak to the mountain and believe in your heart, that what you say will come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. You have what you say you can have what you say what you say is what you get so if you're saying oh uh, this thing's got me beat or i'm I'm always defeated or i'm the first to get the flu," what you say is what you get and so we need to be speaking victory and we speak victory by speaking faith because faith is a victory and how do we get faith in faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how faith comes. Faith does not come by watching EastEnders. Faith does not come by reading, you know, uh, Romantic Mills and Boone. I don't know if this reads Mills and Boone anymore, but you know, faith does not come by reading worldly stuff, watching worldly things. You know, I, I remember I used to do this, and i used to like but well, i still do i like country western music and i used to find myself getting really depressed happy a few times i think because i didn't realize the first time but i, I go why am i why am i feeling so down all the time and then i realized listening to hank williams <laughs> and stuff like that and i like hank williams i think it's wonderful but you see a lot of these country songs, it's all heartaches by the, the number, isn't it? And my broken heart, and I'm blue, so blue, yeah, Sea of Heartbreak, all that. So when you're constantly singing that stuff, and it doesn't have just have to be country music, but country music's got that, the twine to it, doesn't it? You know, um, I fall to pieces, now there's one. You keep singing that, I guess it's going to happen? Why am I falling to pieces? Because you keep saying that. What you say is what you get. This is a spiritual law. It's not just a principle. And if we ignore you know, it, you have to put a guard over your mouth. The Bible tells us that. Because what you say is what you get. And, you know, even that, so, I, I change the words of that, you know, the of I am weak, but thou art mighty. I don't say that. I say, I am, I am strong for thou art mighty it's how you speak, it's what you speak and it's so important if you're going to move mountains you can't have unbelief, doubt, fear and um, I know I've upset you Jimmy talking about Hank Williams Hank Williams is a great song but some of them are real you know, music to slash your wrist by Amen Who is he that overcometh? but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. That's an easy thing to believe if you're a Christian, isn't it? If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, I don't think anybody in this room doesn't believe that. And some of us believe that fervently. So you, are, you have already overcome, because you believe Jesus is the Son of God, that the issue that we have, you see well, I don't feel I've got strong faith. Again, those feelings are coming in me. But maybe it's because we don't hear Jesus preach as he really is. We preach a watered down Jesus. We don't preach a biblical Jesus. We preach man's Jesus. Amen? And we may sometimes fashion him in in our image, not in who he really is. And here's the other thing about that. The, The most two scary words in the Bible to me another Jesus Paul says that that people are preaching another Jesus I don't want to know that Jesus but he says people are preaching it and I know there are people preaching another Jesus today and that's that's one fellow we don't want in our lives because the devil always has a counterfeit message a counterfeit gospel and even a counterfeit Jesus. The Jesus of religion, or legalism, or the Jesus of easy, sleazy grace. Whatever. There may be, there may be a lot more than one. But I want the Jesus of the Word of God, don't you? Amen. The real Jesus. The man sent from heaven, and the man who is in heaven right now. And we preach him. But we overcome by believing that he is the Son of God. Simple as that. I'm not going to ask for a big stretch. Well, do you know Calvin's Institutes? Do you have a theological degree? No. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God? You qualify for overcoming. Overcoming the world is a portion. It's not something we have to attain to. Now, we fight the good fight of faith, and we do get opposed. The devil comes against us but we already we're not trying to get to a place of victory we're coming from victory and a lot of ways because here's the thing god's word is eternal and the bible says god has put eternity in our hearts so we're not time uh we're not chained to time so it's not about trying to get to victory and um, a place of eventual victory in time it's understanding that we are eternal beings, that God has given us the victory, and we move through time with that victory in our hearts and in our lives. But well, we have to manifest it. How do we do that? Well, let's go back to Mark 11, and he says, well, let's put it another way. He says, have the God kind of faith. What is the God kind of faith? Faith that overcomes the world, faith that gives us victory. Faith that comes by hearing God's word. So, if you need victory, victory comes by hearing God's word because faith is a victory. A lot of problems in life, maybe most, especially for Christians, and certainly for everybody who is not a Christian, is not enough word. We need more of the word of God. You'll never, ever have too much of the word of God. You, you, You can feed your belly. And I'm not looking at anybody. You have too much physical food. and You 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 can stuff yourself and be bloated. You can never bloat in the Word of God. Your spirit man is designed to take as much of it as you can. You can be bloated in theology and intellectual ideas about God's Word, but you can't eat too much or ingest too much of God's Word. The more you do, the stronger you become. And he says you can have this type of faith. You can you can speak to mountains. You can speak to fig trees. You can speak to things, and those things will obey you. The other night, some of you were there. We had um, a friend of mine who's got a, a, a really bad heart condition. He actually he died in one occasion. Twenty minutes without pulse or breath, and was brought back to life by prayers. And the other night, he, he thought it was something that he said he thought it was something another habitat. And someone just laid hands on him and spoke to his body and said, well, Strength and life come back in. Instantly. And he said he could feel it come reach back in his body. How can you do that? By faith. You can speak to your own body and command it to be well. And you can certainly pray for others. But it's not just in the area of healing. It's in any area because faith overcomes the world. You'll never have a problem that isn't in this world. Every problem you'll ever have will be from today, well, in the past obviously, but from now on, every problem you'll ever have will be till either the day you die or the day Jesus returns. You'll never have one, this, eh, problems other than this side of eternity. And so you need to overcome them. That's what Jesus is saying. You can have the God kind of faith, and then you can speak to mountains. What he's really saying is there'll be mountains, there'll be obstacles. You don't just get born again, or you don't just say, oh, From now on, Lord, I don't want any trouble in my life. In this world, you'll have trouble, these But we be have been cheered, have overcome the world. So there will be mountains, there will be obstacles, there will be trials, there will be problems. There will be enemies. How do we get rid of them? By speaking to them. But speaking to them from a place of faith, we don't just rock up, you know, and say, oh yeah, I'm just going to speak to things in the order. But you can't do that, and it won't work unless you spend your time developing faith. Having the God kind of faith means that faith has to come by hearing and here by the Lord. And so we need to be people of the Word, friends we need to start living here in scotland the land of the book as if we're the people of the book amen uh, and so we need to be people of the Word. that's why it's so important to get god's word in your hearts we're uh, we said a while back and we're, um, we're going to start it uh, we, we're, we're going to start a library in here with uh, we, good books and you can, you can borrow, or if you want to give it the nation, you can buy, I think that's how we're going to do it. But we're going to start having books here that you can take, good books that should help build our faith, and of course there's always my great preaching. But your faith comes to us, victory comes to us, by hearing God's word. And so, there's another thing, a little bit of advice, you, you know, if you've got uh, if you've got online, facilitate, you can go online. You go to YouTube and all these things and play the Word of God over and over. Or play with preachers over and over and hear God's me. You have your faith built up. Um, uh, but you're reading the Bible. Don't just read it, speak it as you're reading it. Faith comes by hearing, not just by reading. Does that make sense? Just give you some tips here. How can you develop the God kind of faith? He says, therefore I say unto you, what things have we desire? When you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. When you pray, don't say, oh, I hope this works. Receive them when you pray and then they'll manifest. And that's what most people miss. They wait until they see the answer before they say, my prayer's answered. Your prayers are answered when you pray. And the the answer manifests either right away or maybe a long time or a short time the manifestation in a lot of ways is up is up to god but the more faith is in you the stronger and greater your faith is you'll find that your answers to prayer come faster because it's all about you see if if we all joined a gym today robin out enjoying the gym Let me tell you, in six months' time, who would be the fittest person in the room? The one who goes to the gym the most. That's simple, isn't it? Because if you don't go to the the gym, you're not going to get fit. And if you don't spend the time in God's Word as we looked at, meditate, meditate means to speak, not just to empty your mind and go, you know, um, or whatever it is I do. Meditating God's word, day and night, speaking his word. Until, and here's the thing when you do that, you actually find the more you do it, the hungrier for it you get. The more you feed yourself with God's word. And we need to be doing these things. And then when we pray, we believe, and then we have it. And when you stand praying, this is so important as well. We ought to touch on it. Forgive if you have ought against any that like your father. Also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Well, I don't want to forget so and so, and forgive so-and-so. I'm not going to forget what she said to me. Or I'm not going to forgive him. He was such and such to me. Listen, let me give you the secret of forgiveness. You're not forgiving somebody to make them feel better. You're doing it so that you don't have a blockage in your life. And you ought to despise unforgiveness because it blocks that flow of blessing it's something to do with other person you don't forgive them to be nice you forgive them because you want to keep things right with you god and that may help you let's be honest sometimes you, you don't want to forgive am i right so we don't do it to be nice or to be you know or to even to try and be superhuman we just do it simply to get that blockage unforgiveness is a blockage that can narrow you up and twist you and make you bitter and resentful. And here's the thing, the person that you hold the grudge against, they're going their sweet merry way, having a great life, and you're sitting there. <laughs> you're the one that's suffering by unforgiveness. They some people don't even know that they, they hurt you or offended you, either because they're insensitive or because you're too sensitive. So let's not allow stuff like that to block this wonderful life in the flow. If you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. In other words, as you, reap un- as you sow unforgiveness, you'll reap it. So let's not have that. And this is all about having the God kind of Faith and living a, a life that... Um, that we walk in manifest blessing. Now, just gonna to have to bring us to a close here. But in Romans chapter four, it speaks about Abraham. Now, the Bible says Abraham is a father of faith to all of us. He's he's the father, he's the example, but but in, in in some even a mystical way, Abraham is our father. Because he was God's covenant partner, his man of faith. And everybody that's in Christ, God also places in Abraham. So Abraham is much the teachers. He's the father of faith. And here's what it says about Abraham in Romans chapter 4. It says, here it is, it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, that's us, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all as it is written I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed even God who quickeneth the dead God gives life to the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were God called the things that be not as though they were and Abraham also called things because God said I am childless I need an heir I need a son he was desperate for a son. He was desperate for an answer. And God said to him, come outside. Can you count the stars in the sky? No. Can you count the grains of sand in the desert? No. So shall seed be. Never mind one boy, never mind one son. You will have an uncountable seed. So Abraham went from, oh, I don't have any air. I don't have any seed. I don't have any issue. Will it, will it be uh, the son born in Hagar? Or will it be my servant that inherits? No, no. You will have your own seed, my Sarah, your wife, but I've accountable to your descendants. So we need to start seeing things as God sees them and calling those things that be not as though they were. Calling the things that we don't see right now, start speaking them and saying, that belongs to me, that's mine because I see it with the eyes of faith. Now, that's maybe a, a whole different lesson because this goes into it a wee bit deeper. But the point is this. Faith comes by hearing. And when faith comes by hearing God's word, that's what he wants us to speak, even although we don't see it in our lives right now. Jesus said, if you see the mountains, speak to it. But the thing that you desire to come into your life that you're not seeing, speak to that as well and say, come out my life. Well, I believe God is blessing me. Speak to the things that you see to, to remove them if you want God, And speak to the things that you don't see but you want in your life. And that brings it manifest. Powerful stuff. But you know, Jesus says that we can function in the God kind of faith. And we ought to be doing it, brothers and sisters. The Lord bless you Lord. Amen.